0: Of dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave. And today we're discussing 1982's Blade Runner, directed by Ridley Scott and starring Harrison Ford. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I I feel kind of silly because I had never seen this movie. Okay. Um,
1: I watched Sling Blade. Okay. Um, I can't believe I had never seen it. And. I am blown away because it's you awesome. love it. Yeah, it's I haven't seen it either, Dave. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, now we filled that gap between yeah. us. So yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's great. It's, I I yeah. It's it's unbelievable. It's it's so so good. And and maybe it's good that I saw it so late because like I remember it was kind of a phenomenon when it came out, but like mm-hmm. people were liking it for the wrong reasons and like just doing bad Billy Bob Thornton impersonations. Uh-huh. And they, I, you know, I'm glad that some time has passed and it, it's kind of been okay to like let it breathe and and now you can really appreciate it for just being really a a good a great achievement cool
0: yeah great movie i need to watch that Mm -hmm. i watched uh drive from 2011 there you go first time ever Mm -hmm. it was great yeah i really 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 liked it that's an awesome (laughs) movie yeah it uh your your hero is kind of not really that nice of a guy no Uh, even though you're you kind of like him the whole time uh, but you see how far he takes things, which makes him just as bad as the rest of these guys. Yeah, um, I really liked how he kind of didn't have a good ending to his story. Right. So I, I appreciated that. You know, I like those. I know the sharper no sh- ending. The, yep. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Drive was really good. Speaking of Neo Noirs. Oh man! Uh, yeah. Here you go. And Albert
1: Brooks is pretty awesome in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I and that that Scorpion jacket yeah Um, that's neat that's really cool (laughs) i i I really want that jacket it showed up on bob's burgers one night when when louise had it it was
0: like it's like oh that's
1: awesome that's cool yeah
0: (laughs) and he's wearing a scorpion jacket i'm like why would you wear that (laughs) like while you're robbing a place or whatever like why would you do
1: something that distinctive
0: yeah Yeah. like they'll be like look for the scorpion jacket (laughs) oh fuck i shouldn't have worn the scorpion jacket Right. right come on dude All right, so yeah, uh, we asked the fans on social media what they've been watching, and on Facebook, Gabriel said he had a Stephen King weekend: mm-hmm. *Silver Bullet*, *It*, *Pet Cemetery*, and *Misery*. There you go. That's great, Gabriel. <laughs> that, that's that, pretty you know, awesome. Hey,
1: t- t- take it. That 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 that's awesome. I mean, and you can't go wrong with *Misery*, certainly.
0: Yeah, that's definitely probably the best of those. Yes. If you ask me, uh, and *Silver Bullets, that's a that's a crazy one. I know. Um, then Eric said he watched The Founder with Michael Keaton, right? Uh, which I'd mentioned, you know, a few months back. You had um, you
1: gave it. What have you been
0: watching? You with The Founder? Yeah, I, I, it mm-hmm. was a good one. I really yep. liked it. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for that. And now the question of the week last week was: What animated film made you cry as an adult? On Facebook, Caitlin said, "How to Train Your Dragon 2, <laughs> which I haven't seen. That no,
1: that, a, that's a blind spot for me too. I seen part of the first one, but okay. that's
0: about that's my extent. Um, And then on Instagram, Tenacious Eats said, Brave, which I haven't seen either. Yeah, And Miss Maria Sparks says, Up, which I have seen that one. Yes, I've seen Up. uh, I'm I'm sure she's talking about the first ten minutes there. (laughs) Yeah, probably, yeah. (laughs) Usually a movie devastates you at the end. Right. Instead of right at the beginning. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) Up, that's definitely a good one. So uh, thanks for all those responses, guys. And uh, now let's talk about this week's movie, Blade Runner. Dave, so why don't you give everyone a synopsis?
1: All right. Uh so Blade Runner. This is a very famous film, of course, that we all we all have seen many times. Um it's a it takes place in future Los Angeles uh, the year 2019. Yeah. Um <laughs> you know, if, if futurism always makes us laugh, you know. <laughs> I love it. It's just the the, the far-off land of 2019, yeah. you know, because and we we have flying cars and uh you know, and and we're we're a space-faring society mm-hmm. as we always are. Mhm. But um, the, this company the, called the Tyrell Corporation <laughs> has been manufacturing these uh, like um, humanoid uh, robots called replicants. Mm-hmm. They're they're indistinguishable from regular humans, but they and they have all the same you know they're they're, they're super strong, and they're mostly by now they've been like uh, put to work in like slave labor camps on like off-world colonies, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess means outer space. Um, but some of them. Um, are still around. They're still like trying to get on U.S. soil, and these Blade Runners, uh, like what Harrison Ford's character is, are are law enforcement officers whose one job is to try is to kill or
0: uh, retire
1: retire the replicants mm-hmm. when discovered. Yeah. yeah,
0: and that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the simulants. Why are they coming? Like, well, this group of simulants that come back replicants, excuse me. Uh, right. Sorry. The replicants come what well, it's the same fucking thing, right? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they're coming back to Earth to try to find their creator, Yeah. Mr. Tyrell yeah. of the Tyrell Corporation. And how many are there? There's like six at the beginning and then there's maybe two of them are do- killed and then like there's four main ones we're after. Yeah, there, there's I don't, there's, I don't
1: know. After there, there's there's four that 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 uh, Deckard is looking for. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, so I guess they're trying to get more life, Mm -hmm. because there's like a four-year expiration window. Yes. So um, they want to live longer, Mm -hmm. which is not a, you know, everybody wants to live longer. It's not an
1: unreasonable request, no. If
0: you're um, a replicant, you're made to be human almost entirely, you're supposed to be indistinguishable, like, but they know they're replicants, so they, they want more, so... This is the only way they can do it, I guess. They're, they can't, like, go to a gas station or no, something. No, like they, they can't, can't refuel. Give me some more Repli juice. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the only way they do it is, is to find
1: their maker. And it's also, like, kind of a um, robotics evolution, I guess, situation in that, like, their, their self-discovery of, like, you know, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, understanding that they could be, like, n- not only could they, um uh, they could get into society kind of... Um, um, assimilate into regular society just like and kind of go unnoticed, but to do that fully, they would need to like live um comparable uh, length of life, you know, to other humans, right? Yeah, uh, people would notice if someone was born looking like Rutger Hauer and, and died four years later uh, mm-hmm. of, of almost nothing, so
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, not in that shape, like <laughs> you don't die <laughs> randomly when you're it's, that good looking, man.
1: I mean, can we just <laughs> like for a second talk about like that whole thing because I it's <laughs> it it it, really, it gets me every time him and Daryl Hannah are mm-hmm. are like <laughs> yeah, Rutger Hauer. He looks like he was sort of like grown in, in like uh Nazi scientist jars. Yeah. You know, like like that is what they were like trying to build as the Superman mm-hmm. is is what Rutger Hauer looks like in this movie. He's like square jawed, super tall. Yep. You know, like just this Aryan uh ideal
0: of manhood. He's a combat unit, right? Yeah. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's scary. He they is. They make a combat unit, a Nazi super soldier. But of course so what they, they would, they, right? right? <laughs> of course they would. You've got like Daryl Hannah, who's supposed to be the sex yes. robot, and the pleasure he's, bot, right? She's the pleasure bot, and he's the one that kills people. Those yes. are, those were probably the first two models, you know. <laughs> like... Of course they were, because every new technology, no matter what it
1: is, it takes about five seconds to for people to yeah. go, well, can I have sex with
0: it? Can I have sex with it? Yes. Can I kill it? Yes. <laughs> that, that's all anybody yeah. wants. <laughs> 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 Got to put something in this right. thing. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so Deckard is like a retired Blade Runner. Is yeah. that what the case
1: is? Yeah, he's off the he's off the force.
0: Harrison Ford's off the force for some reason. Mm-hmm. They don't explain it, <laughs> but he uh, he comes back for some reason because he's the best. So I don't know why he's off the force, <laughs> but. <laughs>
1: I think, it's, I think it's self-imposed. I can't yeah, be sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. It's got to be, because
0: yeah. he doesn't want to come back. Right, right. But uh, anyway, he, he <laughs> comes back. M. Emmett Walsh gets him back. Um, welcome back to the show, actually. Last <laughs> two week. Two weeks in a row we had M. Row. M. Emmett
1: Walsh. I know. We're going to do Blood Simple at some point, make it a
0: trifecta. There we go. Uh, yeah, so he gets him back on the case, and... Uh, why why does he do it? Do you know why he does it? Why is he Emmet, intrigued? No, why does Harrison Ford say, "Okay, I'm going to do this?"
1: Because M. Emmett Walsh just tells him you have to do it. It's he says okay this is not this is not a choice, you know, this is mandatory. You got to go with this.
0: Well, I think it's one of those situations where Harrison Ford he's like j- drawn to this, you know, yeah. but he's trying to get out, right, but he, right. he can't. He's like addicted. Sure. Maybe. Mhm. I don't know. And he's an alcoholic too, by the way. So yep. I guess he's addicted to things.
1: Yeah, he is. He's yeah. I mean, and he has an addictive personality. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so yeah, he tries to hunt everyone down. Right. <laughs> um,
1: and, and the first thing you see him do, I guess maybe to like get his bearings about him again, is he goes and visits the Tyrell Corporation, and he meets, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Joe Turkle as as uh, Tyrell. Uh, the guy who's, like, the mastermind behind all these robots. Right. And um, he runs across Sean Young's character, Rachel, Mm -hmm. um, who is, uh, we're not told what her deal is at first, but through, like, a series of questions that that are, like, specifically um, designed to, like, elicit an emotional response, um, it's supposed to reveal whether or not you're a replicant or
0: a human. Yeah. Let's talk about this test for a second. Yeah. Uh, How does this accomplish anything? I don't... Okay, I don't, so I don't know. so
1: if if you're if you're a replicant, <laughs> then then and and there haven't been like they haven't sort of assimilated you into society, then you wouldn't have picked up enough like human characteristics to be able to beat the test. I guess so. I mean, it's the, it's the reason that Brian James Leon, yeah, he fails. Know, he he fails immediately, and he knows his only his only out is to kill uh, Holden.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so yeah, it, it, like the 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 Blade Runners are going to know immediately that you're a, a, a replicant based on your answers.
0: Okay. I guess that makes some sense. Mm-hmm. It's one of these cool, weird, like, 2019 future thing, tests, yeah. too. They, like, yeah. have a little machine that points at your eye, and it, like, <laughs> zooms in so you can see their eye, that like, is cool dilating thing. or something. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Right. Uh, then they just ask questions, like, you're in the desert, and there's a turtle on its back. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. What do you do? Yep. What do you mean I'm not helping? <laughs> Brian James' <Yes>. famous line. <laughs> uh, yeah, that did, that makes him emotional i guess right but wouldn't a, a normal person react that way i
1: don't well, know a normal person wouldn't wouldn't react the way leon is reacting like questioning like, yeah, everything just, like, like he questions like, every question so does rachel that's true you know i mean i i, I, I don't it. know if that's mm-hmm. like a hallmark of replicants or maybe or, you know what but i mean because i mean if, if someone did that the first four questions wouldn't you just get up and go yeah it's a replicant that's get him.
0: definitely a replicant right i mean <laughs> <laughs> um so one thing i like about uh The scene when he's testing Rachel though is just like there's a really good editing job to show the passing of time that Mm -hmm. I I appreciate it every time I see it. Yeah. yeah. But if you you won't catch it because it's that good. But if you think about it, it's like okay, that's a neat trick. Right. But like they're sitting down and he's doing the test with her and asking her just a couple questions, and then it like fades and like fades from these close up shots to like a long shot where you see the whole room and the table and they're still asking questions. Yes. But it's the same question he just. Like, the scene didn't cut to a different question. It's him in the middle of one question still finishing when it fades to the faraway shot. Uh Uh-huh. And then it fades back in again after a few seconds. And it's, like, the same question. It's supposed to be a passing of time, but it's, like, the same question. Did they screw that up? I don't know,
1: but... Because we're told that he asked her a hundred-something questions. Right. But it's the same
0: damn question. It is. So, that's a good trick, man. I get... Yeah. You think it feels like it's a long time because of that. Okay. I don't know. Did did you notice that it was like not I not a long passing of time happened? Yes, I I definitely noticed it. Okay. And
1: and I thought I thought did I miss something? Because Tyrell said it took 120 questions for you to figure out Rachel was a replicant. Okay. Um. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's finishing the answer during the dissolve. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like how 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 was time passing? But I don't know. I mean. Okay. It didn't work
0: on you then. All right.
1: You know what, is that what's happening? I mean, is is it at that level where they're trying to trick the audience? And, and you know, is the audience a replicant? I mean, like, is, is that what they're going for? Oh,
0: so it's like a meta thing. Yeah. No, they're not. All right, good, because no one, <laughs> is, that, no one is that perceptive. No one is that doing e- that. Okay, good. This movie's got way too many problems with it to do that.
1: Oh, God, thank God. Yeah. Okay, can, all right, um... Do you want to talk about problems now?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Because right. every time I watch this movie, I like it less and less.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is, dude, okay. <laughs> this is the problem when you have like a really revered, especially science fiction movie.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, You know, when you start pulling the strings and, and like, you know, oh, yeah, it, it's, first of all, this movie is glacially paced for the first hour. It is. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, 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 I was, I've, I've watched it like six times, and I, every time I, I, I sit down, to I'm like, "Hey, this is so, this is so beloved, and this is this is so critically
0: acclaimed." I, maybe yeah, I'm what, just am missing, I missing something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're on the same page, I guess. I guess we are. Okay. That, that's
1: wild. <laughs> I, see, everybody, this show is not scripted.
0: I was definitely you know? coming in thinking, "All right, Dave probably loves this movie or something." Oh, man.
1: okay, okay.
0: <laughs> I like it. I mean, I don't know. It, there's I nothing wrong. I don't hate with it. it. No. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, pacing is terrible. Mm -hmm. It's too long. Yeah. It has so many plot holes. (laughs) Okay. It makes no sense. (laughs) The voiceover helped it. (laughs) 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 That's going to get us a lot of listeners right there. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, the movie has a lot of problems with it.
1: And the voiceover is missing from the cut that you and I
0: watched. Yeah, we watched the final cut, which right. was from two thousand seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think they took out the voiceover like after that first cut. Okay. Like, so like in the late eighties, they did a recut or something in it. Well, because I, I, I remember oh.
1: I remember some like like I remember it being released into theaters when I was like in junior high. Like like it, it was like a re-release. Okay. So that must have been the one with the narrate with or was that the one with the narration? That was probably or? without. That was the one without. Okay. All right, um, shit, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know whether I need to see it or I don't.
0: I, I mean, I'm I'm not sure which is which which helps. Um, they're different, but there's problems with the one with the voiceover too. There is like that one is like, yeah, the voiceover can be a little much at points. Uh-huh. And like, you know, the movie has this infamous behind-the-scenes stuff where like the studio just like messed it all up. Yeah. With they got their hands on it. Right. Had to. Do the voiceover because it didn't make sense, which it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it makes a little sense, but like the whole Deckard is a simulant question. Yeah. That apparently is this big thing. Like mm-hmm. they spend like two seconds on this in the whole movie. They barely touch on it. I was. Thank you. Because they barely I barely touch I, I, on I, I it. I wanted
1: to ask you, where is it in the movie? Like, like where, where from the movie we saw, do we glean that, that, that Deckard is a replicant?
0: Here's how it's explained by okay. Ridley Scott. All right, all right. <laughs> so you know it's terrible. <laughs> okay. um. Apparently when he's at the piano and that unicorn runs by, like he's dreaming that, of a yeah. unicorn. Yeah. I don't think that's in the original movie. They took out the unicorn running. Okay. And then at the end, Gaff leaves him an origami unicorn. Yes. At the very end. And he right. sees it and is like, what the fuck? Why would you leave me a unicorn unless you know I have these memories in me uh, that that's that explains everything, Dave. Right there.
1: <laughs> two things.
0: Okay. For, for, first of all, Dave's got his hands. up. Okay. <laughs> you,
1: you can't a, a a a purple unicorn in a dream sequence does not mean anything. Number two, that 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 origami uniform that Gaff leaves is just a callback to the matchstick men he made earlier when they went to Leon's apartment.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so bullshit. <laughs> And they 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 do talk about how memories are implanted in you and stuff. So wh- how would we know he got implants? Like doesn't I think Rachel brings something up at one point, but I can't even remember what it is. Like when uh, he's in her apartment or something? Oh, when he's forcing sex on her? Yeah, when he rapes her? Yeah. Fuck that. I know. Fuck that whole sequence. Uh-huh. What the hell is going on? This is on not there? sexy. No. It's it's fucking rape. He's raping her. I
1: know he and he's telling her as say you want it, and say kiss me and stuff like. I was I was like, what am I watching? I was very
0: uncomfortable. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, I, I I didn't like it at all. You know what I do like though? Mm. Something that is also equally as creepy. Okay. Those toys in JF Sebastian's apartments. Yeah, yeah, that stuff is creepy, dude. I know. <laughs> um, and... it's like little men walking <laughs> around dressed as toy soldiers and teddy bears. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's
1: and, and I think the 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 main thing that makes it disgusting is because I don't I don't know if the like the, the two that we see actually walking through the the foyer uh-huh. I think those are like little people in costumes yeah it's little people so it, it's so it's hundred percent real but it, but we're told that it's just a toy and it's like holy shit
0: I mean what if toys really were that right. good and you I know? mean it makes sense because in this world we're creating you know human replicants sure you know so of yeah. course you can use that technology on a toy yeah you know that's true so. It makes sense, but it's like, what, this guy, this guy's a creep, dude. <laughs> J.F. Sebastian is creepy. Yes, he is. And it's good
1: that they had William Sanderson play him because mm-hmm. William he's Sanderson, perfect. he can't help himself. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's Deadwood
0: or this <laughs> or even the Newhart show, he, he's just, he's a total creep and it's great. He's perfect. Yep. Um. So I guess Harrison Ford has to hunt them down. Yeah. Yeah. Who does he get first? He get uh, he gets Zora first. Zora, okay, yeah. yeah.
1: It's Joanna Cassidy's character. She's like being a showgirl, and she's trying to like, you know, they, they they get a tip from James Hong or no no that that's that's something else. James Hong is involved in there somewhere, but that's not who
0: Deckard interacts with. He gives uh, Leon and Roy yeah. information on how to get to Tyrell. How to get they to Tyrell. tell him that's they have right. to go through J.F. Sebastian. Yes, uh, and that's you know Brian James has like an eyeball and he's putting eyeballs uh-huh. on James Hong's shoulder i guess uh. and James Hong is getting uncomfortable <laughs> and it's,
1: yeah, it's just it's, it's it's kind of a good scene but but it's yeah
0: <laughs> it is a, it's an interesting the the only stuff i really like is Roy Batty's stuff yeah he's great i know um the the character is complex like even when he's not supposed to have like a lot of emotions, I guess, mm-hmm. but they're, like, learning emotions. I think Tyrell drops that line somewhere. Yes, yes. And you can see it in Roy, like, when he tells uh, Pris, Daryl Hannah's character, that, you know, we're the only two left. He's, like, almost crying about it, and then, like, he's trying to keep his cool, but he can't. I don't know. It's a really good display of, like, how this robot would be dealing with emotions. Good, yeah. yeah.
1: I I agree. And I, and I, I also agree that, like, Roy Batty and Pris are, along with Tyrell, who we don't get nearly enough of. God, yeah. You know, um, they're the three most interesting characters in the story.
0: Deckard sucks. I don't even like him. I don't, I don't either. I think he's a terrible character. So do I. He's not interesting.
1: I, I would even I would even say he's he's not poorly acted by Harrison Ford. Yeah. But I don't know what this performance is supposed to be. I mean, he, he's he's better as a cop in other movies in the 80s. Yeah, this is. You know,
0: yeah, I uh, don't, I don't know. He's, he's the, the, the sequences where, where, he's like, you know, it's like he's Space Bogart or something. I know, and, and it, and, and it he's, doesn't work. And he's
1: doing a half-assed job as yeah. Space
0: Bogart. Uh huh.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's a strange performance. The only time he really gets, the only time he really gets into it is when he's like sexually assaulting Sean Young. Oh, <laughs> that's it. God, you know, it
0: sucks. I. I Oh, and uh. and how he finds out that Zora is working somewhere. He, like, scans a picture into a computer. It just looks like a VHS player, actually. Yeah. And then he's telling it to, like, zoom in and around and all this stuff, which is cool. But then it's like, you know, go to this space and then twist the the dimensions. Yeah. So I can see stuff that's behind the photograph. Uh Uh-huh. What? And through a mirror, like, (laughs) you can't do that. I know it's 2019. It all is right?
1: 2019, Los Angeles. To yeah. be fair, yeah. yeah. You know? To be
0: fair, it's 2019. <laughs> <Yes>. So,
1: <laughs> in which in which Los Angeles is now Japanese and it's and it's
0: <laughs> You know, <laughs> it is. It's a it's one big building. It is the whole
1: place. I I can't. I, <laughs> I can't. Oh, what the hell's going it's
0: on? Croissant. <laughs> oh. Good Lord. I keep losing my train of thought because I'm it's much like the movie. Like yeah. my brain is now Blade Runnered. I'm
1: I'm I'm so I'm so gratified by this podcast <laughs> for any number of reasons because you know, Scott and I are, are really great friends and and we we love one another and and we love getting together and talking about movies, but what really always gets me is when I'm still taken aback and surprised by his opinion on something and then it actually like was you know <laughs> Agreed with my own because yeah, this movie I I, I I can't understand. Are people
0: pretending to to revere it? I guess what's I happening. I have no clue. Uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, cult movies happen, right. you know. I don't know where there's any reason to love this movie, but there's no maybe the the set design and cinematography and stuff. Yeah,
1: maybe that. It is. It is. Maybe, but yeah, you're right. It is well made. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like just the the art direction. Certainly, the the productions. I mean, like the production design. Um, it looks amazing. It looks the movie, so cool. The movie looks great. It right. has a great tone to it. It does. Yeah. But the story sucks. Man. I know. And and the story would be a compelling one if it was told better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, like it's it's a they 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 grab you with the opening crawl.
0: You're like, hey, oh God! I that forgot the crawl. Yeah, <laughs> in,
1: 2019,
0: in 2019, Los Angeles. <laughs> Leslie Snipes attacks Rob <laughs> Schneider. God, it
1: is exactly. And, and then you see like, <laughs> I, I, and I mean, what is Gaff? Like, what is he? What is Edward James Olmos? I have
0: no. Clue so is what he's, this guy is.
1: I can't figure out what his significance is. Is I, he a he, he's a cop, right? I think so. I think he's Emmett Walsh's partner or his protégé or uh, his lieutenant. Ma- his lieutenant? Know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Why is he here?
1: I don't know. Who are they doing yellow face with him?
0: They, I don't know. They
1: make him look kind of Japanese a little bit. And I don't appreciate it one bit because they they've given him kind of like a stereotypical like facial hair and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I <laughs> and it sucks because Edward James almost is a great actor. Mm-hmm. So why don't you put him in the Deckard role? And
0: if you look up Blade Runner on IMDb, if you look up Edward James almost, mm-hmm. Blade Runner is the number one movie on his profile. Oh my god! Probably just because of how r- recognized it is. Like, oh my you know, god, dude! Oh, well, we'll do another one of his movies soon. We Dave. sure will. That's we will right. In November. Everybody, <laughs> hang out because because it's coming. I'm sure it's better than this. It's uh, y- I don't yes. know. Gaff is a. It's amazing performance here it's one of the best ever put on screen in 2019 yes that's right ah oh, god I, I don't want to just crap on the movie no I I know I didn't expect to do that but no man but I have to get I had to get it out good right away I, I, I'm, I'm so glad it took 10 minutes of beating around the bush yeah trying to talk about the movie a little no I, I have to get it out now then we can talk about it OK, no. Uh, um, and unfortunately,
1: <laughs> it, it's how it how it oh, also Rutger, Hauer and Daryl Hannah. When 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 they first show up in the movie, I think they disappear for about 45 minutes
0: of the movie. Probably. Daryl Hannah doesn't show up until an hour in maybe. Uh, it's, yeah. You first see her going to J.F. Sebastian's apartment and, and waiting. And, and that's I like think, the first scene. Right? I think
1: that is early in the movie. That's like 30 minutes in.
0: That can't be I'm pretty sure it's gotta be an hour. I don't think this I, movie's like over two hours long, isn't it? Or no, it's, it's about two hours? It's one
1: fifty seven. Okay. All yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's farther than thirty minutes.
1: Okay, well the way I the way I thought I about it was, you know, like the, the, the two of them were like introduced somewhere in the first like maybe minute twenty-five, and then we don't see them again till like an hour and fifteen. Yeah. We just cut back to, to William Sanderson's apartment mm-hmm. and Daryl Hannah is doing calisthenics. Yeah. Um <laughs> and extreme calisthenics. <laughs> And, uh-huh. and and she's like I guess uh that they're they're pleading with with William Sanderson to get him to get to 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 get them to the Tyrell corporation
0: right they know because James Hong told them that mm-hmm. you know you got to go to JF Sebastian to get the Tyrell yeah so they go there to you know play on his emotions and use him yes to to get access to Tyrell right and it just so happens it's pretty easy because he's He's a loner. He has no friends. He has a a disease that makes him age like tw- he's got Jack disease, <laughs> because he says he's yeah. twenty three years old.
1: I know. But my glands
0: are <laughs> something. And it's
1: forty eight year
0: old William <laughs> Sanderson. Right. When they said he was twenty, he's like, oh bullshit, William. So he's twenty three year old, <laughs> yeah, JF Sebastian, and he's got Daryl Hannah, I like eighteen year old Daryl Hannah on him. He's, he'll do whatever she says, of man. Of course. He's gonna do it. And then okay. Roy Batty shows up, and he's like. At least he kind of has a bad feeling about Roy Batty. At yeah, first. He, he's yeah. not—he's
1: not quite as—as—as as, yeah. as taken, but but, <laughs> but he can't take his eyes off him. Certainly, like anybody else
0: can. And I like how he he realizes it real quick. He's uh-huh. like, "You guys are simulants, aren't you? Mm. Or replic- replicants?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scott's
1: disdain for this movie
0: and its terminology. What, <laughs> what models are you? You know, they're Nexus Seven or whatever. Nexus Six. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. Nexus 6. Actually, I think I had that phone. Did you? Yeah. Did, these, did the replicants turn into phones? They probably did. <laughs> the future was wrong, man. Ridley Scott got it wrong.
1: <laughs> Ridley Scott's got many things wrong. Uh, he does. And, and at least on this show, he you has. Know you know what? We've got
0: to step back from Ridley Scott for a while. I know. This is like the third movie we've done of his this year. Yeah. Yeah. we got to stop. And
1: he's made masterpieces and stuff that we don't like. So, yeah. What? what? Just like many filmmakers, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but they end up going to to the Tyrell Corporation. They 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 go into like the the penthouse of of James Tyrell and uh I call him James Tyrell. James Tyrell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that. I, Tyrell you know, Owens. Every time, yeah. <laughs> mean, dude. Actually, I did make another connection. Every time I heard the name Tyrell, I thought of A Song of Ice and Fire. They are one of the the yeah the elite houses uh-huh. in the saga. So, okay. um. <laughs> to, they, they they go into Joe Turkle. We'll just call him Joe Turkle's house. Yeah, and, um Turks. Yes. Uh so Turks, you know, like encounters them and this is this is I think when the movie is really like we, we, we complimented its set design. Yeah. I mean, I want this penthouse apartment. this mm-hmm. bedroom is
0: is unbelievable. It's pretty awesome.
1: It's like the size of like a skyscraper's like top floor, mm-hmm. just all and and it's it's candlelit and there's like moonlight coming in and it's it takes your breath away. Yep. Um, And I think it's my favorite scene in the movie. Actually,
0: it's one of my favorites. Yeah, Yeah. when Roy is asking Tyrell Mm -hmm. for more life. Yeah, you know you've met your maker. He calls him Father. Yes, Um, you can call him Father. You could say God, whatever you want to call him. This guy created you, man. Uh, So, and that's just an interesting concept in itself, right Mm -hmm. there, coming to your maker and asking for something. Yes, that's pretty cool. I wish that would have been explored more in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Right. But yeah, when he's asking him, like, he's got all these ideas, like, well, what if we do this new protein and what a-? and then Tyrell has an answer for everything. Like, we've tried that. Right. And it's not like Tyrell's just like, No, get out of here. I hate you. Why what what do you want? Get mm-hmm. out of here. He's like, No, we've tried all these things and it doesn't work. Yeah. So I, I really like that angle of it. That it is cool. It, it mm-hmm. t- yeah, you're
1: right. That's totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like like most of the time, the maker would would be much more one or the other. But instead, he's yeah. like philosophizing with him and giving him like the the, the lowdown of like here's mm-hmm. here's the experiments we were doing, and it just it just not it's not going to happen. I'm sorry.
0: Right. And again, back to what I said about um, <clears throat> like Roy Batty's maybe developing emotions and stuff. You see that a lot in this scene too. He's mm-hmm. like. Kind of hopeful, almost that sometimes, like, oh, we've met him. Like maybe we can get our answers now, and then, uh-huh. they aren't. The answers aren't coming. Right. So you can see him going between all these different emotions. Okay. Uh, Rucker Howard's great in this movie. He,
1: I man, and and in this scene in particular, yeah, he's just, he's just yeah. really killing
0: it. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the reasons this movie is so beloved because right. the Roy Batty character is a good character, mm-hmm. and Rucker Howard is unforgettable. You're right in this movie. Yes. Um, and I, I
1: I only wish that it would have led to to more people like discovering his like the the movies he was in before he came to America
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because he and he actually even went back to Holland after this and continued to make films you know in Europe um, yeah
0: you said he did like a bunch of
1: Verhoeven movies he was Verhoeven's guy for a yeah. long time I mean Flesh and Blood and the for, uh, the, the fourth man. Um th- those are Is that the sequel to The Third it's Man? It's not the sequel to The Third Man, but I always I always almost call it The Third Man. And and you can't help but make that
0: connection. Kind of, kind of Rucker Howard <laughs> as Harry as Lime. Harry Lime. <laughs> That's right, dude. That would be awesome.
1: <laughs> It'd be good, too. I'm sure. I guess Klaus Kinski could play Joseph cotton's <laughs> character, oh, he play Holly oh, Martins. <laughs>
0: This is a dream movie right I here. Know, folks. I know. I <laughs> know. Now that's a movie. And,
1: and you know it's
0: going to be better than Blade Runner. I want to be on set when that goes Holy down. Holy shit. Imagine dude, I know. what would happen. I mean, you just got a
1: nude Paul Verhoeven <laughs> running back and forth. You know? <laughs> oh, we need more. We need more. Klaus well, you know? Kinski's destroying things. <laughs> that's right, too. Because, <laughs> you know, that's right. He'd be drunk and destroying everything <laughs> while Rutger Howard's trying to act.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Rutger, Rutger's just like, what the What's going on <laughs> right and he's still nailing his performance of course but... he's, he's still the best <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god man. um so i guess they <laughs> they do stuff yeah because after
1: after this this great emotional scene that we just like kind of <sighs> talked about it being good they do stuff right uh but he he, he murders uh like oh, roy yeah. murders um uh tyrell yeah. in, a, in a really he gives him like a the same death that uh, that the Red Viper got in Game of Thrones. Okay. He, like, puts his thumbs into, into his eye sockets and, uh-huh. and just squeezes him until he's dead.
0: Yep. Um, I know that was cut from the original. Oh. Like, you didn't see it. Okay. Like, you didn't see the blood and everything. Like I think you see him grab his head, mm-hmm. but you don't see any of that extra stuff. Okay. In the original cut. Okay. There was probably a weird voiceover. Like, so he grabbed his head and killed him. Oh. <sighs> I don't know if it's that bad. Oh, okay. People hate the voiceover for some reason. All right, so
1: it's just full of exposition, this voiceover.
0: Basically, like, all right, one of the biggest examples is uh, at the end of the film when Roy Batty is dying on the rooftop in the rain and gives his speech, you know, this beautiful speech. Right. um, And then he dies. Right after that happens, Harrison Ford, like, chimes in. He's like, well, I guess he died. Or something. Something. It's just really terrible. Okay. Yeah. All right, so he's... Oh, that stinks! Just ruins yeah. the, <laughs> ruins the moment.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I understand why may, maybe I mean, because because it's not totally clear that Rutger Hauer is dying in that moment. I mean, that's like, true. That he's going to die. He puts his head down and closes his eyes, but it's like, is he just being like meditative in that moment? But then you think about it for more than five seconds. Oh, he's dying.
0: Yeah, you know, I uh, you don't have I, to have
1: Harrison Ford tell you in voiceover that it happened.
0: Right. Like I thought, I thought about that because. No, I've seen this movie half a dozen times now, mm-hmm. and is it just because I know he's dead that right. I can tell he's in the process of dying, or did I actually pick that up in the movie itself? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Right. Uh, but I think that scene when he's running around and chasing Harrison Ford <laughs> in his underwear and shit. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> he's pulling a Verhoeven. Yeah, he's that's a- right, <laughs> The... <laughs> it makes no sense why he's doing that. He's toying with them.
1: Why is he in bike shorts? Yeah, in the rain. I don't. I don't get it. But I have no clue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the only rationale I can have on that is that he's dying and his brain's malfunctioning and he's like uh-huh. not thinking straight and he's just like going a little nuts. Right. So, so that's why he's doing this. Okay. Uh, you think a replicant designed to murder would not do this yeah that's <laughs> true just yeah he'd be like terminator right. he'd come in and shoot you are you sarah connor boom yep that's right that's it he's not playing with you no no yeah so it's kind of dumb actually at the end <laughs> okay. he's running around he's busting his head through walls saying hey here's Johnny yeah basically yeah um it's stupid
1: it's it's really stupid um even though Rutger Hauer's good in it, it's like, it's, it's totally, yeah, you're right. It goes completely against what they've told us these replicants are capable
0: of. Right. The only good part is at the beginning when he pulls Harrison Ford's arm through the wall and That's breaks his fingers. Pretty sweet. That's good. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, let's play hide and seek. And then it sucks for about ten minutes, and then <laughs> and then he gives a great speech at the end.
1: And the great speech that we keep referring to, <laughs> the tears in the rain speech. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like apparently Rucker Howard
0: improvised this speech. Yeah,
1: I just found out about that two days ago.
0: Oh really? Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he didn't do the whole speech, right. but he like added a bunch. I know the tears in rain. I think he added that to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. It's a
1: cool monologue that that just like. It's one of those things where we're like we're, we're making fun of a lot of the, the things in this movie but but I think we both agree that like that there there is a great movie in here somewhere. There is, you know. It needs uh, another cut. Babe. It does. It needs a sixth cut. The, the, the <laughs> 2017 cut, I guess. The 2019 cut. I guess in 2019 we'll have to do it. We'll get jobs at Criterion and we'll do it right.
0: That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> God. But uh he has that dove for no reason? Like out of nowhere? Rucker yeah. Howard's holding a dove. Yeah, he is. I don't know where... It came. Maybe he had it in his underwear. I, I, don't, I, I don't know maybe where... Maybe John
1: Woo gave it to him. I don't, maybe, I don't maybe know. John Woo? Came. Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: where does this dove come from? We hadn't seen it before, and we don't see it after...
0: Oh, it's... I don't know. He's holding it. He runs, jumps across the building. He saves Deckard, because Deckard's going to fall off the roof of this building. Right. They're on, like, the 300th floor or something. Because like, in yes. Los Angeles, everything's just I, moved up. Exactly. You know? It, it, it's... They're on Curacao, and <laughs> it it's Curacao-esque. It's gonna be like an episode two-esque car chase, yes, through the buildings. They're falling down where the scum is. No,
1: <laughs> a thirty-minute free fall yeah, if you go off right, that yeah. building.
0: Yeah, God. Yeah, uh, it, definitely. And so he saves Deckard, and you're like, "Oh wow, he saved him. He's just chasing him and toying with him." And like, "Oh, so now he's gonna go for the final blow?" No, yep. he just has this soliloquy about life and death, and um. How all all these moments will be lost in time like mm-hmm. tears and rain. everything I've experienced will no longer exist. yeah, wonderful stuff. it's so cool. Why does it have to come at the end of a terrible sequence? I don't know. why can't know. it be a good sequence? I, why I, did he have to chase him at all anyway?
1: I guess because because of Deckard's character being like a, a replicant hunter, uh, I guess that's the only way that they because I mean like I guess as soon as he sees... As soon as Deckard sees Roy, it's like he just knows I have to kill him. So yeah, the only way to like, like could, but could Roy in a better version of the story had like grabbed the gun, uh, bent it back, you know, like, yeah. like with his super strength that said, listen to me, here's what's actually happened. Yeah. Because at this point it looks like Deckard is, is semi-sympathetic to replicants anyway because of the Rachel thing. Yeah. Um, and he's not killing them spot, like sight scene. I, well, I don't know.
0: If he's not killing them, he's raping them. God. You know, that
1: I, I, how is that, how is that in your 2007 cut? Like, like just th- th- this, this was exactly Ridley Scott's vision. I mean, is, is, is that why he's Deckard's a replicant is because he doesn't know what sex is? <laughs> is he doesn't know how
0: to love another human being? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I, and, I, I can't believe it. I, I, and I remember, I remember in one of these cuts, maybe it's like a deleted scene or something, but I remember seeing Sean Young's breasts. I remember. that. All right. I was like, they didn't, that's not in the movie? I Mm. thought it was. Okay. But man, terrible. You don't want to see this. No, you don't. You don't want to see that go even farther. Uh, uh, so, So it was worse in previous cuts. Yeah, I think it's worse. Yeah. Shit, man. Or it could be deleted scene stuff. I have no clue. Sorry, all the Blade Runner experts out there need to get at us on social media. Yeah. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to answer all our questions. <laughs> exactly.
1: And call us all kinds of names. <laughs> and, and you know, I and I, I, I welcome it. I want to hear it
0: because I, I want to
1: know what everyone's seeing that we're not. There's a good movie here. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just buried and confused. Yeah. Yeah. It needs... I, God, I cannot believe there's like five cuts of this movie. And this is the best one. I know. I know. How did it get to this point? I don't know. <laughs> right? You need to cut 30 minutes out of this thing. I'd say... You need reshoots?
1: You need, yeah. You need to... I don't know. Minutes? I'd argue even... I'll... I'll, I'll... It's like an auction. I'm gonna like outbid you here oh, with okay, the minutes yeah. cut. Right. Um, I, I would. I would take like 39 minutes we could cut out of it because one minute, Bob. Yeah. Like, one minute. I know exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna say 41. What was the last bid? <laughs> uh, I, because I remember being the, the the fourth time I watched this movie, I fell asleep. The fifth time I watched the movie, I fell asleep, and then this time, it almost happened again. And it was around the same time. It was after. Um, Roy and Leon rough up James Hong uh-huh. for about the next forty to forty-five minutes. It is boring as sin watching Deckard do his thing, chasing down it, Zora, who doesn't really have anything to do with the story. That is a completely unnecessary scene. I mean, what I know a whole sequence, right? Terrible. It doesn't. It doesn't get anywhere. Half interesting until Leon you can, shows you up. You could
0: just have, like, exactly. I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. Because after he kills Zora, Leon sees it. Yes. And it's like, oh, I'm going to kill him now. Yep. Because he killed one of us. Right. Why don't you just have him going after Leon and then Rachel saves him? That's right. R- Rachel could save That's him for Leon. Gotta That's all you got to
1: do. Exactly. That's it. Oh
0: Stupid.
1: I mean, it... Am I, am I wrong that it that it's like it takes thirty five to forty minutes for him to solve the mystery well, of Zora?
0: He, he's got to scan that image. He's got to yeah. find an invisible snake scale. He's got to. Uh, it's fucking stupid. It is, and it's
1: boring. And it's, I don't care how good the technical aspects of it, if like like with the you, you, the the machine that, that where, where he's like examining the photographs, uh-huh. and he's and you, you, you hear that like like shutter sound. Like <laughs>
0: Yeah, It's very Alien. I it love is. it. It's, it's,
1: it's cool. It made me want to watch Alien. Of course. <laughs> <God>. Yes. <laughs> made me think of like the skill of Ben Burt and whatever. Uh-huh, yeah. But like, it's in a movie that doesn't deserve it. hmm Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. This movie doesn't deserve a lot of things. Man, yeah. I, I feel bad. Me too. Because, like you said, like what am I missing? Right. Why is this so revered? Right. I couldn't
1: tell you. I, 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 I couldn't tell you. I can't either. And 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 we've given it a chance. I know I know
0: you've... I've given it like six chances. Of course. Of course. And I'm not lying. Every time I watch it, I'm like, is this really not that good? Yeah. Like, what's What? Yeah. Every time.
1: <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with it. Me too. We, we will <laughs> never have to watch Blade Runner ever
0: again the rest of our lives. I want to see the sequel, though. Do you? I do. All right. I do. I want to see Ryan Gosling... <laughs> For, God, is it Gosling? It's Gosling. Okay, yes. Gosling. Yes. I want to see him and Harrison Ford together in this cool cinematography world. Mm. That's what I want to see. Okay. Um, the, the story better be good, though.
1: It better be good, of course. And I, I I, can't imagine it's. it would have to be better than this. I'd hope. It would have to be more tightly edited. It would have to be... Like, uh, at least keep your interest for, for you know, a con- consecutive 90 minutes.
0: Yeah. Um, I hope it's only 90 minutes long. <laughs> right. Ridley Scott's making it, right?
1: Is he? I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I really don't care. Thank God. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to see it. I, I, I really, everybody's talking about, oh, you're you, you going to see Blade Runner when it comes out? You're going to see Blade Runner 2049? I'm like... Uh, yeah i sure am dude yeah because
0: because blade runner <laughs> sure, yeah. Shit, yeah blade Runner's the greatest Oh man oh no it's it's denny villeneuve oh shit now i gotta see it oh, i gotta oh, see this now. oh damn it all how right. did i forget that how did i forget that oh that's all you gotta say to me you don't even, yeah i don't yeah. even need to know the rest all right like this is gonna be a good science fiction movie hopefully hey you know what <laughs> It, it doesn't matter if it's
1: if it's in capable hands because Ridley Scott's has capable hands. That's true. So so it, you know Don't, Denis
0: Villeneuve might make a bad movie. You you gotta have a good story. Yeah, and he's capable of taking a good story and making it awesome on the screen. Yes, So he is. So if the story's good. I have confidence it will be better than this movie. Okay. All yeah, right. So, all right. Anything else, Dave?
1: Oh man, uh, no, I can't. Uh, I, I can't think of anything else. I'm. I'm just really glad that we have. Our, our show has integrity, everybody. We are honest about things. <laughs> we're, we're not. We're, we're not going out there pretending that we like a movie that we don't.
0: Right. The reason I wanted to do Blade Runner is because yeah, the new one's coming out, and we want to promote our show. That's and it. We thought it'd be great. That's it. But I also thought this is a good movie to talk about. People love it. Uh-huh. I have many thoughts on it, and I'm sure Dave does too, so let's do this one. Right, right. Um, and this is what you get. <laughs> so, Yeah, dude. Um, <sighs> we don't lie about how we feel about a movie because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings or something. That's right, dude. Whew. <sighs> yep. It, the, the, this. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy to get this off both of our chests. I feel bad, kind of. A little I, bit.
1: I, I always feel bad when we trash a movie because I know people love stuff, but like... um I, I at the same time it's 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 the anti what what debate shows are. A lot of times people will artificially take a stance that they don't. And actually the debate team yeah. in high school. i, uh-huh. I used, That's why I couldn't make it on that team. I couldn't cut it. I didn't want to like argue for pro-life. I mean, I'm just, sorry. I, I don't believe this. You know,
0: I, I get so much anxiety and debate. Oh, <laughs> like, it's, it's God. like, I don't want to do this. No, this sucks. no, this is terrible. This can I play Nintendo? Right. Right. can I just <laughs> stay home and watch Blade Runner? <laughs> Come on.
1: Can, I, can you blast me a Mountain Dew, please? And leave me alone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I was on the speech and debate team. Ah, that's true. Uh huh. I didn't debate though. Okay, good. <laughs> I did a lot of extemporaneous stuff. Yes. So that's good. <laughs> all right. Well, Dave, would would you rate this movie, please? <laughs> yes. And would you recommend it?
1: Um, okay, I, I'm going to give the movie two stars mm-hmm. and a non-recommend. the 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 two stars are based all on the things that we praised it for, and yeah. you know
0: that's it. I'm giving it two stars also. Okay. I'm glad that we agree on this one. Yeah. I was was so worried. Like, five days ago, I'm like, after I watched the movie, I'm like, God, I'm going to go in and give this two stars, and Dave's going to give it three or four or something? Man, (laughs) it's going to be so embarrassing. No. No. Two stars, because it's just convoluted and drawn out and makes no sense. Yeah. Maybe people are drawn to that. Right. I feel like there's way too many problems with this story here. Um. The movie's incredibly well made. Yep. And that's what, where the two stars come in. That's it. And Roy Batty. One of those stars is for Roy right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rucker, you got a star. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes. Rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes. And if you don't use iTunes, you can find us on any other podcatcher of your choice. And uh, give us some love there. Like it and share it. Leave a review, please. Mm-hmm. Or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there.
1: Yes, and we have an email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook is where we have a lot of like we got a lot of love from you guys over yeah. the last couple months. And, and just please keep it coming.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, we updated our logo. If you guys have noticed. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you think of that. Yeah. Um, we're going to redesign the website here too once we get a little time. But uh, yeah, we got the new logo out there. So let us know what you think. Uh, now, uh, question of the week this week, Dave. What is the question of the week? Um, what is a, uh, a a universally revered
1: movie that you don't have any time for?
0: <laughs>
1: That's a good one. Right?
0: <laughs> Definitely. I like where you went with that, Dave. Cool. <laughs> All right, so now um, October is right around the corner. You know what that means? Horror month. That's here right. Here at the Dudes on Movie studio. <laughs> uh, it's always fun. So we're, we're doing a special double feature next week. We're doing... 1982's Creep Show, and 1987's Creep Show 2. We're doing both of them.
1: It's a party-sized episode, and the most wonderful time of the year. Come it, on, it is.
0: And uh, you know, you guys loved the Amazon Women on the Moon episode mm-hmm. because of just all the different sequences in it. So this is going to be the same thing. That's right. And we'll compare the two movies individually. We'll compare all the pieces separately i mean it's going to be awesome (laughs) so i'm excited to kick off the horror month here at dudes on movies so until next week i'm your dude scott i'm your dude dave and we'll see you next time